Thank you for joining in for this City Lights Church podcast. We're a new church in the north of Brisbane, and you can find out more about us at www.citylights.community. We hope that this podcast encourages you in your journey of following Jesus. Up the front, and so here's uh, how we do it. We, uh, as a new church, we are not going to baptize them here, uh, basically because I couldn't trust my boys if I set up a mini pool here. All right, I'm pretty sure they would pull the plug or jump in or something like that. So we're going to celebrate their stories here, and then anyone who wants to is welcome to come. We'll give you the address. We are going to my parents' house at Albany Creek. And we are going to baptize them in their pool and have some afternoon tea. But right now in this moment, uh, we're going to welcome them to the stage and they're going to share a little bit of a story and I'm going to pray for them. So uh, why don't you invite them as they come? We have got uh, Danny, Tom and Lou. Awesome. Awesome. Well, welcome. We're just going to get set up here. We've got some notes there if you want. So uh, I'm going to invite Danny to come first and share uh, her story. I'm going to give you this microphone here. And uh, can you stand right there? We've got... um, some family and friends that can't be here, so we're streaming this as well. And uh, maybe I should have told you that beforehand. Make a mental note. Uh, just before uh, Danny starts, these stories that you're about to hear, if you want to understand the heart of our church and why we exist, it's stories like the ones that you're going to hear. These are so powerful. Uh, we call them stories of renewal because that's what we're all about. Lives being transformed, not just on a Sunday, but families being healed, being made whole, emotions, bodies being healed, new life flowing through people. So I'm going to throw over to you and uh, go for it. Welcome. As a, young, as a young girl, my mum would take me to church with her every week. Um, so I always knew that God was real. I knew there was more to life than what I could see. But as I got older, I just wanted to do my own thing. I wanted to fit in. I wanted to have fun. And I wanted to be successful. So I thought I was a pretty good person. I was all good. And I was determined to do it on my own. But all of this came crumbling down when I went through an extremely challenging time. Um, I had just become a new mum. My little girl was one and her dad and I decided to separate. Um, I felt like I had truly hit rock bottom and so it was with no direction, no strength and no clear purpose that I turned to God and clung to Him for dear life. He led me through that season 
and he held my hand while I was building my life from the ground up. He put, he put godly people in my path to help guide me and encourage me. Thank you. <laughs> and although God had been so good to me and I had reaped so many blessings, I still hadn't taken that leap to get baptised. Part of me wanted to make sure that I was doing it for the right reasons, but also part of me felt like I wasn't yet ready and that I wasn't perfect enough. Um, it wasn't until I encountered another incredibly challenging season where he revealed to me with so much love and grace just how broken I was and how much I truly needed him as the foundation of my life. For the first time in my life, the magnitude of what Jesus did for us on the cross truly hit home. He lived in, Jesus lived an incredibly humble life, never complaining, never asking for anything lavish, sleeping under the stars. Um, and he came to earth to fulfill the duty that his father had given him. And despite the fear, he underwent the most grueling death for my forgiveness and my salvation. So although I'm not perfect, I've come to realize that I don't have to be in order to make this leap of faith and this step of obedience. So today I publicly declare that I no longer want to do things on my own and I've never been so desperate to leave my old life behind and to be reborn in Christ. Thank you. We're going to pray together. Uh, for Danny and I've got a scripture from Isaiah 43 it says this forget the former things and don't dwell on the past see I am doing a new thing now it springs up do you not perceive it I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland so let's join together as we pray this Lord we thank you for Danny and Lord we thank you that she has come to this point where she can embrace you as she is, and you are the one that make her, makes her perfect. And so, Lord, we just declare a new season over her life. Lord, that the, uh, the power of the past is no longer strong for her. And so, God, we just uh, pray a great blessing upon her today as we celebrate this uh, symbol of new life and her belonging to you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Why don't you give it up? for Danny. Thank you, Danny. You can take a seat if you want. Uh, I'm going to invite Lou to come and share. So, Hello, everybody. I'm Lou. Um, I'm getting baptised. Um, I was baptised as a child, but I'm doing it again because it means something to me now. I started my journey with God a while ago through a really terrible time in my life. God came to me when I wasn't even searching for Him. I was broken and I was trapped in hell, literal hell. It felt like there was no way out. The word depression doesn't even do it justice. I was lost and confused and felt different after what I'd been through. My world had changed forever and I had changed forever. My mindset was different and I saw the world and people in a new light. It was weird. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, I started speaking to God, writing to Him and praying to Him, even though I didn't understand Him yet. I had never been, I've never prayed before in my life. 
It was very strange for me. I didn't understand what was happening to me, but I knew deep down inside me that I believed in him now. It was a revelation of God is actually real. <laughs> he helped me through this terrible time, and without him, I don't know where I'd be. So I felt like I owed it to him to try and understand him more. So I started searching for answers. A while later, I was led to reading the Bible through things I took as signs, and so I decided to give it a go. I never thought I would ever pick up this book and read it willingly. It was like, it was a very scary concept um, for me to wrap my head around. Um, it might as well have been written in a different language. I struggled on my own. I was lost in the scripture and couldn't follow it very well, but I persisted nonetheless. Until one night, sometime later, God sent somebody to help me. This night I met somebody who shared with me who Jesus really is and his importance. My question to him was, why is Jesus such a superstar? <laughs> his answer and explanation opened my eyes, and ever since that night I have explored Jesus and what following him really means. It was the piece of the puzzle I was missing to make God and everything I was learning make sense. Never before this moment had I ever been preached to or had an open conversation about God. Again, it was like listening to someone speak in a foreign language. <laughs> um, I was confused and very sceptical, but something made me listen. I guess, I guess I was never really open to listening before then. I believed in God now and knew he was real, so I was open to listening and eager to learn. I think God knew I was ready to hear about his son. That's why he sent this person to help me. It was no coincidence that we met when and how we did. This person has been an absolute blessing in my life. He, he explained to me what I was trying to read. The dots started to connect and everything started to make sense for me. It wasn't a foreign language anymore. Since then, I've been able to understand how God works and why Jesus is the superstar he is. <laughs> Eventually, I made my way to church where I've learned how to worship, another very foreign and scary concept to me. People gathering to worship and pray seemed so strange to me. Um, but luckily, I've been blessed to connect with such amazing people who have helped me for, in my journey with God. Before God found me, I was lost, not understanding life and running around doing whatever I wanted. <laughs> and before I met my friend who helped me understand Jesus, I was a complete slave to my sin. The devil controlled me through addictions that weighed me down on a daily basis and continued to destroy my life in so many ways. What Jesus has done for me is take away the burden of my sins and change me, allowing me to see the path out of my destructive mindset. I guess at the end of the day, the ultimate goal is to be more like Jesus. When I grasped this concept, everything made more sense. Living life on God's terms can be difficult. However, I figured out that living my life in the way God intended brings more joyfulness and peace. I'm here today to declare that Jesus is my Saviour and King and that I intend to live my life honouring His sacrifice for me on the cross. I'm a believer now and there's no going back. Sin has no power over me. I'm choosing to embrace my new life in Christ and leave the old one behind. Awesome. Isn't that great? Uh, the scripture that I've got for you is from Isaiah 61. And... Uh, one of the main parts, I'll read all of it, but the main part is it says beauty for ashes. It says that that uh, this scripture is saying that God can take what has uh, been broken and God can make it new and not just restore it, 
but create it into something that is a blessing to others. That is beautiful. And I believe that that's what God is doing uh, today for you. So let me read it. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He sent me to bind up the brokenhearted and proclaim freedom to the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour, to comfort all who mourn, to provide for those who grieve in Zion and to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes. And that's what God is doing. He is putting on you. He's exchanging those things that you want to leave behind, but He's not just making them neutral. He is making them beautiful. And that's what you are in God's sight, beautiful in God's sight. So let's pray for Lou. Lord, we thank you for Lou. Lord, we thank you that she's a great part of our church. And Lord, we just honour you for your care for her, that you met her when she wasn't even looking and you sent people around her to encourage her. So right now, we just thank you that she belongs to you. And Lord, we just thank you for what you're going to continue to do in her life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lou. And I just want to honour Lou's uh, courage uh, to come and turn up at church for the first time ever just a couple of weeks ago and keep coming back. Uh, Very different things. So good on you, Lou. And we're so glad you're part of this journey. Last one. Come on, Tom. Why don't you give it up for Tom? You can take that microphone. You can read mine or yours, whatever you want to do. Good. Hey guys, uh, my name's Tom, obviously. Um, my story starts uh, about 18 months ago. Um, 18 months ago, I was lost. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't know it. I didn't really want to know it, but the truth is, is that I was. Uh, how I got back into Christianity was a bit of a classic Andrew story running into me in a, in a cafe. Um, every morning before work, I went to Clean Skin for my morning coffee, and this had been the case for quite a while. Uh, one particular day, though, I turned around after ordering, and there he was, sitting down, enjoying his uh, double ristretto, single origin, three-quarter full, 63-degree latte. <clears throat> I knew Andrew and his coffee order quite well. Uh, yeah. used to attend the church that you pastored at many years ago and make you that particular coffee. Um, completely out of my nature, uh, I decided to go up to him and say g'day. Uh, we were sort of old acquaintance, acquaintances after all. As you do, we got talking about life, work, church, so on and so forth, and we ended up spending quite a bit of time together that morning. We ended up booking in for a coffee again um, for about a week later, and uh, although I wasn't really a Christian at the time and didn't really have any interest in going back to church, I loved talking about faith and religion and Christianity in particular. These conversation topics actually became some of my favourites after I stopped going to church a few years prior. It wasn't that I wanted to become a Christian or try and convince other people to stop being Christians or anything like that. I just wanted to understand. I wanted to understand how people could have such a faith and believe in God the way that they do. So a week later, a week went by and there we were again at Clean Skin. Uh, we sat down and ordered our complicated coffees, and this time Andrew bought a book. Uh, I knew we were in for a good chat at that point. Um, one of the first topics we addressed in our conversation was discipleship and what it looks like in modern life. After about five minutes, uh, Andrew posed a question to me, would you consider yourself to be a disciple? N- no. 
Uh, I was far from it at that point and we were on very different pages as to where the conversation was leading us. Um, I didn't leave the chat with a whole new sunny disposition or a uh, new view on life or anything like that, but I did leave with a uh, bit of a reignited desire, not only to learn how others believed in God, but to learn how I could too. We continued to catch up over the weeks and the months and our conversations got deeper, my hunger grew and um, one of the best things that uh, that I took away from conversation with Andrew or, uh, or another pastor, I'm sorry, man, um, at the time was the, uh, was, was the book by C.S. Lewis, Mere Christianity. Uh, if you haven't read it, read it. Uh, that did actually give me a whole new sunny disposition on life. And I remember uh, as I listened to that book over the course of a week and read through it and listened to it, uh, I would text people every other day, little snippets and, and our thoughts. And it really did spark a lot of great conversations. Uh, I started going back to church again and I started praying again, reading the Bible more and more. And I officially said the sinner's prayer about 12 months ago when I rededicated my life to the Lord. Come on. Um, that was very much a heart thing. Everything else about my Christian journey up to that point was more of a head thing, wanting to understand and everything, but that was that was a real big moment. So thank you, Andrew, for all your patience, especially in the first few conversations where a lot of my questions were uh, quite quite silly. And thank you very much to my girlfriend, George, for standing by me and, uh, and, and your undying faith and um, to all of my friends and family who'd been praying for me since I first left. Uh, hi, Mum, I'm on TV. Um, sorry, she... she my brother has COVID, so he couldn't make it today. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for all of your prayers. It, it really means everything. Um, yeah, didn't really see it at the time, but looking back now, yeah. it's yeah, yeah it's over evidence. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Thanks, mate. Awesome. Isn't that great? That God was surrounding him with with lots and lots of different people uh, to encourage him. So so proud of you, mate, and uh, so glad that you're here and and loving life and loving Jesus. Uh, so I, I've got a, a scripture for, for Tom. And uh, one of the things, so what Tom does during the week requires him to suit up. And the scripture that I have is actually the Apostle Paul talking about us exchanging and clothing ourselves with righteousness. And so Ephesians chapter 4, I'm reading from the message paraphrase, and it says, Then take on an entirely new way of life a God-fashioned life, a life renewed from the inside and working itself into your conduct as God accurately reproduces His character in you. And so I believe that this is what God is going to do. He is going to change you day by day from the inside out until people look at you and they're like, I, I, I see Tom, but I also see Jesus. I also see there's something different. There's something on him. So let's uh, let's pray and let's celebrate with Tom in this moment. Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for all the people that you surrounded Tom with, the people that were praying for him, the people that uh, were uh, connecting with him, encouraging him, believing in him. And so, Lord, we just thank you that it's a new day for him. Lord, that you are giving him a new fashion. You are clothing him with righteousness. You are renewing Him from the inside out. And you are go- we are going to see your character as a demonstration for His life. And we thank you for that. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Why don't you give it up for Tom? Awesome. Well, uh, we want to let you know our next baptism is going to be in May. 
And so just to uh, let people know, if you're interested in finding out more about baptism, you can talk uh, to myself and uh, we can get uh, have a conversation about that. But it's an incredibly, incredibly exciting time. Well, right now we're going to hear uh, a mini message um, from one of the great team members uh, that we have in the life of our church, uh, Twinkie. And she's going to be speaking on new life as uh, she shares around baptism. So why don't you give her a huge welcome? So good. Good morning, church. Wow, am I the only one in the house this morning? Good morning, church. Oh, yes. It's a blessing to be in the house of the Lord this morning and such great privilege to be bringing the word this morning. I believe that God has something to say. I believe that God has something for us this morning, and it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Let us pray. Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you because you are so mighty and so powerful. Thank you that you are already in this place, God. We thank you that you are already touching and moving and speaking into people's hearts. I pray, God, that even as I speak, that it will not be me, but it will all be you. As John the Baptist says, that as I decrease, that you will increase, God. Let your name be glorified and magnified. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Good morning again. If you don't know, my name is Twinkie. That's my real name. And I'm from the Caribbean. If you don't know where that is, this is a chain of islands between North and South America. Um, and I'm from one of the most beautiful islands in the Caribbean, St. Lucia. A lot of people will agree with me. Yes, agree with me, people. Yes, one of the most beautiful islands. So good. I wasn't raised in a Christian home. By that, I mean my mom and my dad, they knew that there was a God, but there was no relationship with God in the home. My dad left when I was 12 years old. I had no idea why. I just woke up one morning and he was gone. And so from then, I remembered myself living with my stepdad and uh, my mom. Great people, lovely people, but the household was not so healthy because there was a lot of verbal and physical abuse happening in the home between my stepfather and my mother. And so I remembered my mom always being so sad, so angry, and so grumpy most of the times. She was just walking around with her head down, with this cloud over her head, feeling so sad all the time. But family, have you heard someone say to you that, oh, I want to turn a new leaf, or I'm feeling like a brand new person? Let me just give you a short story concerning my mom turning 50. So my mom's going to turn 50, half a century, which is a big deal. And she said, you know what? I want to turn a new leaf. I want to become a new person. I do not want to be that angry person anymore. But 50 years means I'm going into a new life. So I want to be a new person. There's a change coming. There's a, a change coming, children. You're like, okay, sure. But she never said what she was doing. But this one day, my mom came home and my youngest sister, seeing my mom, said, hey, mommy. My mom turned to me and I said, Wow. Family, it was shocking because the light coming from her bright red hair shocked me. Shock, <laughs> shocking family. But how many of us this morning have tried to change a habit or a situation recently? Because like my mom having to change her outward appearance... What I've realized is through the days and the weeks went by, though she had changed the outward appearance with the new color of her hair, 
She was still walking around angry, sad, depressed, but she just had red hair to go along with it. <laughs> but again, I pose the question, have you ever tried to change a habit or situation recently? Maybe you have tried and you have failed because honestly, family, change is hard. And sometimes when we try, we fail. Or maybe sometimes you, you try and you succeeded. Either way, change is difficult. And I think that one of the most difficult things to do is to change oneself. I believe that it's one of the most hardest things to change yourself. This morning we will be speaking of change, but not any change. We will be speaking of a lasting change. Not just a change on the outward appearance, but a change on the inside. An inward transformation. We will be looking further into a new life in Jesus. As was said, this is the topic for the morning. A new life. New life in Jesus. Our scripture verse for the morning is taken from 2 Corinthians 5.17. And you can follow with me. It says, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. Wow. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. Wow. Wow, this is a promise for us this morning, family. Paul is not just speaking to the church of Corinthians, but he's speaking to us this morning. He is saying that this, this new person that Paul is speaking of, he's saying that this is one where there is a fresh start. There is a new beginning with God where, where a whole new substance comes forth. This new person is not just one where we know of God or just have a knowledge concerning who God is. But this is where we encounter a life-changing experience with Christ. This is one where we are made whole and new. But where have we seen this in the Bible? Where have we seen this in our community? It reminds me in the Bible, in the book of Acts, speaks of a man named Saul. And this change we saw on the road to Damascus, where God, where he experienced God in such great ways, that Saul, who then was named Paul, was a man who, who persecuted Christians. He went from persecuting Christians to being one of the most astounded apostles ever to live. But where have we seen this in our community, in our church community? We had such privilege to hear such great testimonies of how God transformed people's lives when, he, when they encountered his power, when they encountered his Holy Spirit, how he took their old life and made them new. Even in my own life, in my own life, wanting to define what love was on my own and failing, failing miserably, I should say, but then allowing the Holy Spirit to come in and change me from the old life into the new life. Now, this is the lasting change that we're talking about this morning, family. This is what it means to be, to have the aspect of a new person. Wow. When we encounter an experience with Jesus Christ. What is preventing you this morning? from walking in the newness of life? What is standing in your way this morning 
Let me encourage you, family, that this promise, the promise of a new life, it means that, that when, 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 our, when we, our sins are forgiven, it means that Christ, God, forgets our sins. The latter, pers- the latter part of the verse says, and I will read it, the old life is gone. Now, what is the old life? The old life represents our old identity, our life of sin, the power of Satan, the religious work of trying to please God in our own terms, our relationship with the, the world, our old mindset. This is the old life. But with this promise of the old life is gone, this is where the promise of forgiveness and freedom comes forth. The power of the old is broken. It is broken when we experience Christ and a new life has begun. Family, this is great news. A new life has begun. We exchanged the old life for a new life. Let us be encouraged this morning that this new life, it doesn't mean that we're just refurbished. But it means we are made completely whole. We are made completely new by the union of Christ and the Holy Spirit. We become a new person. We become a new person in Christ. But the question still stands because maybe some of you are still sitting here and wondering, how, how can I become this new person in Christ? How do I experience this newness of life? Let us read the first part of our scripture verse. It says, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ. Family, this change can only happen through Christ. It can only happen through Christ. This is where new life begins for anyone. It is only through Christ. Only when Jesus Christ comes in to our lives, then things will be made new. The power of the old life is broken. And so the new life is then embraced. We cannot do it on our own. There's no way that we can do it on our own. But with the power of the Holy Spirit, He will empower us to do so. I remember in my own life, when I gave Christ my life at the age of 13, this young girl who was broken, looking for love, thinking there was no worth for living. Her father left when she was 12 years old without giving an explanation. I was looking for love because I thought that I was unloved. I was broken. I was confused. I thought there was no way to live. I just wanted to get out of this earth because there is no way. There's nothing for me here. But then Jesus Christ came in when I said yes to him. He came in and he changed me. He came in and he made me new. And now I can stand here this morning and say that I am redeemed through Christ. I am redeemed by what Jesus Christ did for me on the cross. And so it's not just for me this morning, but it's for each and every one of us. It's for each and every one of us. It is a gift that is available for us. The truth is family. Change can be subtle or change can be right away. 
We see with Paul on the road to Damascus when he experienced Christ. He went from being this one who just was against the Christians to one who was the most astound apostle who preached the word to the Gentiles. For me, it was subtle. It was difficult for me to get that old mindset of not being enough out of my mind. It was hard for me to be loved because I thought that I was unloved. There were times I just wanted to give up because I was like, wow, this change is hard and I can't do it. But the Holy Spirit continued to empower me. He continued to champion me. I don't know what it would be like for you. I don't know if the change would be subtle or it would be immediate. But what I do know, what I am assured of, what I can say, yes, this is what I can be assured of and stand on is that when, when you invite Jesus Christ in, he will bring the lasting change. I can promise you that he will bring the lasting change. That's the God that we serve this morning. That's the God that we serve. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Even as we close this morning, all heads bowed and eyes closed so that you can just take away all the distractions. Believe that the Holy Spirit is already speaking. That He is already ministering. Maybe He's, he's bringing things up in your mind. Family, where is one area that you are seeking a breakthrough? Where is that area or areas that you were seeking a breakthrough? The thing about God is that He is not intimidated by our questions. But He welcomes them. He invites them. What areas have you tried and failed and given up? you God what is God highlighting to you in this moment it's just you and God it's just you and God that thing that you need breakthrough with let it be known to God say God I'm struggling with this thing and I need breakthrough in this area Holy Spirit that you're moving thank you that you're doing something so fresh and new thank you God I want to pray for two people this morning the first set of people if you're here and you're seated and you, you have not experienced that new life in Jesus and you're saying yes I, I, want, I want the old life to be gone and the new life to begin but then it can only happen through Christ. And if you're someone sitting here and you're saying, yes, I want, I want that. I want that new life. I want that lasting change. If that's you, no one looking around, just you and God. Just lift your hand up. Just say, yes, that's me. That's me. See that hand. Thank you, God.
Thank you, Father. That's you. Just say, that's me. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Father, I thank you this morning that it is your desire for us to experience new life. But it only happens through Jesus. I thank you that you are speaking and that you are moving. I pray, great God, that you will continue to encounter, that you will continue, God, to, to speak, that you will continue to reveal yourself. God, you are king. We thank you, Jesus, for what you, you did on the cross for us. We thank you that in you we have life and have it more abundantly. Thank you, God. Second set of people I want to pray for, if you're here and there is something that you need breakthrough with, there is something that you, you've been trying, trying, and then you have failed because you want to give up. I believe that God wants to give fresh strength this morning. Fresh peace. If that's you, just put your hand up. No one looking around. Just put your hand up. Say, yes, that's me. I need a fresh peace. I need fresh strength. I need fresh grace. Thank you, God. Father, we thank you that it is available for us. You said you will give us a peace that passeth all understanding. God, I pray even now in Jesus' name that your peace will rest upon each and every one of us in Jesus' name. We thank you that you are bringing fresh strength because we cannot do it on our own, but we thank you for your Holy Spirit that continues to empower us. You are great. You are mighty, God. And we thank you for new life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. You can find out more about City Lights Church at www.citylights.community.